So I need y'all's help. I've been having a discussion this past week with a rabbi friend of mine, and we're looking at a situation two different ways. I want to see what y'all think. So you think you see who's right. So I'm going to give you a couple scenarios. And you tell me what you think. So the first scenario is there's a person who works in a store, gets paid well, there's no problems, anything like that. Person who owns a store does very well. And so the person decides that for every hundred dollars that is collected, that this person's gonna take ten dollars. Again, he's paid well. It's not like he has to have it. It's just something he decides he's going to do. Is that person stealing? Anyone say he's not? So everyone agrees with that. Okay. Now the next scenario. You work for a boss. Again, pays you very well. And he tells you, that for every $100 that comes in, you're to take $10 out. Everyone like that idea? Like that scenario? So obviously he's not stealing, right? But what happens if that person stops taking the $10 out and leaves it in? What is he doing then? He's what? He's being disobedient, right? So even though it's legal for him to take the money out, that the, that the owner said, put aside, I want you to take $10 out of every one. And he doesn't do it, he's being what? Disobedient. He's basically stealing again. He's wrong again, right? Have you ever thought about that? Let me give you a different example. God tells us... See, y'all thought I was going to get away easy, huh? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, fasten your seatbelts. We're in for a rough ride. It may be getting a little turbulent here. See, God tells us to take out a tithe, 10%. If you think about it in the big picture, how many of y'all realize that you probably, you, at, at minimum, you just make the minimum amount to the government? Now, some of you say if you make the minimum amount, you don't pay. Oh, yeah, you do. Don't think you're not paying. There's always something coming out. Right? They get you in taxes. How many of y'all buy food and clothing? Sales what? Tax. What's a tax? They take money away, right? So you're at least paying 7% right there. If you're working and you're making anything decent, they pull away how much? 15 to 18, right? And then, that, then the state takes how much? State doesn't take 30. It takes about six or seven in addition to that, right? So all these things are taken out, right? So when you look at what God asked from us, 10% is nothing, right? But that's what he asked us to do. He asked us for every $100 that we get to give him 10. And in return, what will he do? He's going to bless it, right? Maybe when we pray, many times we pray Malachi, right? That he'll open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessings upon you that what? You won't be able to handle it. Is this a good deal? If, you were, if, I'm, if I was a businessman and I came to you, for every $100 you give, I want you to give me $10. And in return, I'm going to bless you so much you won't believe it. You'll be get more than that $10 back. How many of you would do it? Not everybody. Y'all wouldn't do that? 
If I told you here, you, you, all you had to do was take 10%, give me $10 for every $100 you make, and I'll guarantee that I'll bless you more than that $10. You wouldn't do that? Every hand should go up, right? If not, you're stupid. I'm sorry. Gotta say it like it is, right? That's a great deal. But yet, what happens? We make excuses, don't we? Oh, God doesn't need my money. I need to pay my electric bill. I need to pay my credit card bill first. Right? We make excuses for not giving it. But then we wonder why God's not blessing us. See, it's a catch-22, isn't it? If we're obedient, God will bless us. How many people who own a business can raise your hand right now and say that, and, you li- and, and I know there's several of you in here, that, give, that you tithe, and when you, tithe, when you do it God's way, God blesses you. Raise your hand. Look at me. Look at me people look around. Look at my hands are up. I could have them come up here and share. My hand's up with them. It is amazing to see what God will do. I, was, I, I, I had a situation the other day when we were looking at a house. And I have a new employee that's learning the ropes. And we went and looked at a house. And something just, it didn't happen. But I was very helpful to the person. I actually helped them get more money from someone else. And my employee goes, why did you do that? I said, watch it, man. God's going to bless me. I'm not worried about it. I help that person. You know why? Because I know God has a bigger plan for me. And that's what we have to be in reality. We can't be afraid of God not doing his part. How many of you realize that God has never defaulted on anything? Right? So if God says, I'm going to, if you do this, I will do that. Is he going to do it? Then why aren't you doing it? If you're not doing it. Why are you robbing God? You know, there's sometimes, you know, I, I don't see the ties. Occasionally I see some. But you know what? If you're an adult here and you're tithing $5, you need to keep that money because, man, you're in trouble. You're not making, you, you need to be on welfare. You need to be getting food stamps. You know, you're like living way below the poverty level. I don't even know how you're surviving. Because what are you doing? You're telling God he doesn't need it. And you know what? We've been blessed as a congregation. We are very good stewards of God's money. Not every congregation is like that. Do you all remember in 06 and 08 when the crash happened and the economy went down? What happened to, the, to many, many churches? Closed, went, gone. Why? They, couldn't, they, didn't, they didn't do what they were supposed to do. They weren't good stewards of God's money. And they went under. You know what happened when, we did, when, when that economy crashed? We got new carpet. We got a new roof. We got a new AC unit. Why? Because we tithed and we did what God was calling us to do. And we were good stewards of his money. And you know what? It was a hard time and we made it through. There will be hard times in our lives, but if we give it up to God, watch what will happen. Watch what happens when we're just faithful. You know, I made this challenge before, and I'm serious. You tithe for a year, and if you can tell me at the end of that year God did not bless you, I'll give it back to you. No questions asked. You know why I can say that? You know why I can, I can sit here and tell you right now? I will never have to give any money back. It's not because of me. Far from it. It's because of God. His word is true. How many of you see the signs around town? Mark Spain. If he lists your house and it doesn't sell, he guarantees he'll buy it. How many of you have seen those signs, right? How many houses do you think he's ever bought? 
I can tell you. I know. How many of you think he's bought 10 houses or more? Raise your hand. None of y'all? 10 at least, maybe. You know, he's maybe five at least. How many of you think he bought at least one house with that guarantee? How about I told you zero? Because for him, it's a scam. It's not a scam. It, it, it's a, it's a, to get you in. What he doesn't tell you on that is, yeah, he's going to offer you that the price is down here, not what you want. Right? So he can do that and not have to worry. But see, I can do it because I know God's word is true. And if you are faithful to God, not only will he be bl bless you, he'll bless the situation around you. Don't let God be the last check you write. Let it be the first. Amen. I'll tell you this. When I started our, our, our flipping business, Judy and I made a commitment. First check that is written off of every one of them is the tithe. First, no matter how anything else is paid, that tithe is given. And I can tell you God has blessed our business because of that. And I can stand firm on it. So I don't want you to get caught up in that trap. Don't think that God doesn't need it. That's not why he has us do it. Why does God have us give a tithe? What? For the, not even for that. You know why he makes us give the tithe? So we can be obedient. That's what these whole, this whole Torah portion was about, was being obedient. But here's the part you probably miss. I want you to pull up Deuteronomy chapter 26, verse 12. We're going to read one verse. When you finish tithing, the full tithe... Oh, by the way, this, for those of you who are net tithers... And there's nothing, you know, if you want to be a net tither, you'll get, you only want net blessings, that's okay. I want gross blessings, right? But for those net tithers, this scripture reference, I hate to tell you, doesn't help you. So let's, and here, and I'll explain why it says, when you finish tithing the what? Full tithe of your produce. In the third year, the year of the tithe, you are to give it to the Levites, to the outsiders, to the orphans, and to the widows, so that they may eat within your town gates and be satisfied. This is something we've... I would love to be able to do this. I would love to be able to get to a point. And, and, it, and you know what? It could be happen very easily. All we have to do is, if everyone was to really give their tithe to give that 10%, it would happen. Because we would be able to not have, we would have a surplus. That by the third year, everything that came in that year, we could give out. Because the surplus would cover us for our expenses. Wouldn't that be an amazing thing? I bet you the news would catch on to that. Could you imagine the response of everything that comes in that year? is given to the orphans, to the widows, to the Levites. Hey, yeah, thank you. Sometimes it's good to be a Levite, right? Wouldn't that be an amazing thing to happen? And it's right here in Scripture. This is something we could bring back into existence if we were just faithful. It'd be, uh, who's, wouldn't that be neat? Am I the only one who thinks this is neat? It'd be, could you imagine? That would be amazing. Maybe other churches and synagogues would catch on. Could you imagine if everyone just started all of a sudden doing what they were supposed to do, listening to God? And then every third year, all the churches and synagogues around town all that came in that year could be given out. 
That would change the world. Guess what? We wouldn't have as much hunger in the world, as much homelessness. We could change lives. But it all starts with us. It all starts with us obeying the commandments. If, if you can pull up, I didn't tell them this, but I'm going to add on to it. I want to go to chapter, same chapter, verses 1 through 4. Thank you. Now, when you enter the land that Adonai your God has given you as an inheritance, and you possess it and dwell in it, so I have a question for you. Do we own this land? No. Yeah, we do. We almost own it. But God, we're, we're, we've taken possession of it, right? Go with me on this one. All right? Y'all think this land right here, where the, where the building's on, right? This is our, pro this is our property. Right? We own it. Or at least part of it. We're getting there. But that's how we can look at this. Is we can take this as what God is saying. Not only in the land in Israel, but here. You are to take some of the first of all. Again, that word all. For you net tithers. I was one of y'all once. The produce of the soil which you gathered from your land. That Adonai your God has given you. Put it in a basket. Go to the place Adonai your God chose to make his name dwell. You are to go to the Kohen in charge in those days and say to him, I declare today to Adonai your God that I have entered into the land Adonai swore to our fathers to give to us. The Kohen is to take the basket from your hand and set it down before the altar of Adonai your God. One more verse. Then you are to respond before Adonai your God. My father was a wanderer in Armin, and he went down to the land to Egypt and lived there as an outsider, few in number, but there he became a great nation, mighty and numerous. God has called us to this promise. I'm not trying to give you guilt. I'm trying to give you blessings. I really want to put out a challenge to those of you who aren't really tithing. Try it. Watch what happens. See how God will bless you more than you can imagine. I'm not just talking financially. I'm not, a, you know it, I'm not a name it and claim it person. That's not what we're supposed to do. We're, we're an obedient person. I want to be obedient to God. I would love to be able to come up here and say in the third year, we're giving it all away. Wouldn't that be an amazing thing? And you know what? We could do it. You need to do your part. This week's scripture was all about giving God what God is due. Don't steal it from him. Don't think, oh, well, you know, my credit card needs that money more than I do. Maybe you don't need to be buying all the stuff you're buying. Right? But watch what happens when you start tithing and God starts blessing you. And see what happens. You know, I, I, I want a couple of y'all. Because I think God's putting some situations on y'all's hearts where, where God has done this. Am I, am I feeling this correct? If that's you, raise your hand. I want a couple of people to come up and share real quick. How God has blessed you with that way. Arletha first. Come on up. You can be second. Be ready. There's a third one. Fort Tyrus, come on up. Have this mic ready, guys. Testing. There we go. I know you can, but the rest can't. Oh, no, I was saying I could just use this. One. Yeah, that's what you're going to do. Okay. <laughs> just breathe. Give them a talk, give them, say how God's moved on you. Um, 
I am venturing into owning a shop again. Um, I owned a salon for 16 years, um, had different problems and different things, so I started booth running from another salon. That person retired. Um, I ended up going into a partnership that I did not feel so comfortable doing, but did it. And the Lord moved me to stay in the same plaza, but uh, I am starting my own salon again. And in the process, um, because of doing the things that the Lord has told us to do, he has made it very easy. The landlord has given me a reduced rent from what I would normally have had to pay for a year. Then the next year it'll go up a little bit more and the next year it'll go up to the um, actual cost. So, um, and all the things that I've had to purchase have been, I'll just say, one thing that I purchased was $170. It would have normally been $1,500. Um, brand new, everything working fine. Um, the work that has had to be done, um, I've had different people that are brothers and sisters in the congregation and different people that have blessed and sown into the business. And it's just been a real blessing to know that I could do this without all of the financial burden to my family because we put God first. Amen. And Tyrus and, and what young lady there? Okay, so I am a public speaker as well, but this has nothing to do with what I'm about to talk about. So I have been tithing since I've given my life to the Lord. It wasn't always perfect, but um, I started tithing 10% of my income, and I, I followed rabbis' uh, instructions on giving the, the full 10%. didn't come right away, and I'm not wealthy, but I am blessed. Um, the Lord has opened up doors for me to go to college, and I am also fulfilling the scriptures now. Um, the Lord put it on my heart to start fulfilling the biblical prophecy by giving to charities that, um, that send our people back home to Israel to make Aliyah, and I'm giving to a couple of them. I don't know if they're appropriate or not. I just know that's what the Lord wants me to do. Um, again, I'm not wealthy, but he's going to take care of me, and so thank the Lord. Amen. My observation of the actual tithe is this, and I've not tested it, but I have. Um, I don't want to admit to it, but... <laughs> I, every day that, you know, I come home, I uh, separate the tithes from, you know, what I've earned. And in the weeks that I don't make it here, I can guarantee you my next week is going to be slow because I didn't physically get it in the box. Every time that I actually make the tithe get into the box, my next week is going to be cool. That's just what I've observed, and so this coming up week, I'm actually going to be all right. <laughs> you want to come? Hey, Dan, I need a mic for Lenita. I don't want her to have to stand up. All right, we can give you... <laughs> Here you go. Okay, Shabbat Shalom. Uh, my name is Davy. I'm not the member for this congregation. I've been visiting here since the month of uh, we, the first day before the Passover. That, so um, I have a, I'm not a public speaker, but I like to speak. <laughs> uh, but it's going to be a witness because I was just talking to my friend, um, <clears throat> Michelle, while I was driving this morning. I just, this is like, I pay tithes from the net salary, not from the gross salary. Last year, <clears throat> October, no, January 18th, I've been working two jobs. One time I was like, I mean, God bless me, God moved, and if we don't know, because he makes things, he does one page at a time. 
but you have to be obedient. So last year, I was working two jobs, and I was like, God, this is all I'm doing, just working and living a life. But I, 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 used to, I, I still go to a church at uh, Newnan, so, but when I was praying, like all of us in the day, you remember 18th, I think January 2018, 13th, there was snow day, just was the class, um, the office were closed, and they asked us, do I, we can stay at home. So my manager called me that I got a pay rise, a pay raise, that actually pay the whatever I'm making in two jobs. So I don't have to do that. So the first thing I, it was amazing. And I really, I was uh, praising God. And she heard me saying, like, she, 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 that day, I have a stranger in my house. And he didn't have a good background because my children's friend. And I said, I cannot send him until everything gets over. Then I can take him and drop him off at the bus station. So whatever we did. So but... Um, so just that's what happened, and I was taking like it took like a one month for me like a contemplating. Do I need quit the other job? But I said like you know I I did it in the past. Why are you still doing it? Like are you all just going to work? You know when you get more. I'm a nurse educator right now, but um, at Well Star Atlanta Medical Center. I was contemplating. Do I need quit the job? Then I was like Holy Spirit revealed it to me. You asked me, and I did it in the past. And why are you still doing it? So I quit the other job. I wasn't paying the full uh, pay, but like after a month, it was like I think month of April or May, I had a conversation with one of my coworkers. I mean, he was not a coworker, but he used to be my coworker. He which just pulled me into conversation, asked me, um, David, do you pay the full, you know, tithe? How do you pay tithe? I said, I pray from net salary. He said, no, you look at the other secretary. She's an administrative secretary. She, he asked me, look at uh, Miss Bertha and she, how she pays. So she has, she's a Catholic. She said, no, God told you have to pay from the gross salary. You know, he will bless you. I was like, arguing, you know, I pay other than that. I help a lot of people, all kind of stuff. I went from one campus and I work at two campuses that time, you know. Um, God blessed me to hire more people. That's another story. That time I was the one person. I ate units whatever so but I went it's all blessing I count everything as a blessing um, so anyway I went to the other campus and was God shared my spirit and I went and picked up and called the secretary I said you don't know what you did but God showed me show me that like I have to be faithful I can do that so that month I started paying and whatever I'm paying extra helping all this us not accounted I pay from the gross salary. I'm still not a permanent member. I'm splitting my tithes because I have to have the time. Today, actually, I was coming just asking, like, when is your next uh, newcomer? New it's, it's coming soon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. So it's all I know. I, so anyway, so I was doing, I, to last week, <clears throat> I asked Cheryl to pray for me because all of us and I had a kind of thought came in my mind, like, I have to move from this to a different because I see because I'm getting um, spending more time at work and I'm not um, spending time with God and so I just uh, pray for pray for me then I applied for a transfer my job uh, from one position to another position we don't know yet but I know God will going to do it so when the HR called me in the same hospital you know Wellstar is a good company so he called me she called me you know it's not a promotion you will get the same salary I said I told her I trust God. He provided. If this is the same salary, I'm in it. But I wanted to move because I want to spend more time with God. But I said, God tested me the entire year. How I was, uh, how I'm going to pay for the tithes. Did I do it from the gross salary, gross salary plus additional whatever I was doing? And I did it. He provided. And his son, my son used to be at home. Um, he is a little packed up, I pray. So... He used to stay in a free food and accommodation in mother's home, right? All they can do, you know. So, but when I started doing, he moved and got, he transferred. Now he's in quick trip at Texas. He's going to be a manager soon. But it's all like, all these things are gone. Right now, what I'm doing, I don't know, but I'm not, I don't buy a lot of stuff. I'm a very simple person. No, I don't have a cable. I cut the cable last year in January. <laughs> so I'm just saying. So but God bless me, he provided and he did it in the past. He did it in the past. And I always tell my sister, like, I will never let you borrow money. I will make you to pay for it. And he is faithful and I truly believe and I am the living witness. I have a lot of stories to share. Yeah. Thank God. But, uh, <laughs>
great. Thank you. Amen. Lamina. Thank you. Is your mic on? Even tithing and tithing has worked for me. God has blessed me over the years, and I'm a gross tither. And if I, you know, if one week I don't come, you know, the next week when I come, I double up and pay my tithe because I know it is very important. I've seen two years, two consecutive years, the Lord increase the bread. I mean, when it comes to Passover, I close up that week, I don't work, so I have to double up on my customers. And two years a lot, I see the bread multiply. I mean, we count the bread several times, and every time we count it, we get a different number. Twice the Lord has did that. And it must, um, the property that I do my business out of, it must cancel the debt of $192,000 for that too. And he has, he has blessed me. I, I can't talk how much blessed the Lord has blessed me. So I am thankful, and I really believe in tithing. Because one of the things that I've learned is, you got to tell yourself that the 10% don't belong to you anyway. Right. So it, it shouldn't be a problem. Once you tell yourself that the 10% is not yours, it was never yours, you're just returning it, it makes it a whole lot easier. Amen. 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 Anyone else? Anyone else? So I, I, I truly believe that it's so important that we see. I, come on up. He's having to be pushed. Thank you for the push. Come on. Another non-member yet. Said yet. He's waiting for the class, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, we're getting it going. I hear you. I hear you. Shalom. Um, so this almost feels funny because I'm still learning, right, a Torah as, as, it, as it stands right now. The more I learn, the more I realize I, I do not know. But... I do believe that all blessings that I receive come from God. And so um, as soon as I get them, I want to give them back. Um, and so I guess technically overall, I have been tithing because I came to Beth Adonai from the church. But I want to speak to specifically tithing in this house. So I've only been coming to Beth Adonai for about eight weeks. And what I do is I have a legal practice is what I do. And uh, some days I love my job, some days I hate my job. <laughs> but for a passion project, um, I started uh, entertainment, sports and entertainment um, practice maybe two years ago called Legal Records. And I closed its doors just this past summer in June because although it was rewarding and fulfilling, to work with um, sports and entertainment. It just wasn't lucrative enough. I found myself putting more into the practice than I was getting out of it. So it didn't make sense. Um, but since um, bringing my tithes or my offerings into this house, um, I had just recently even gotten an offer from a sports and entertainment firm um, to come on to be a part of their team and uh, I was speaking to the new member yesterday, he's from Athens or what have you. Uh, today, he's from Athens, so um, the, the Bulldogs are playing Notre Dame today. And the reason why I know that is because uh, we signed Notre Dame yesterday. And so, um, and so now, it's a blessing because I, I really felt disheartened this summer. I felt like um, I like practicing law, but I love sports and entertainment law. It was something that didn't work out. But since coming to Beth and Adonai, Beth Adonai um, I didn't expect it, but I'm back in sports and entertainment practice. And um, now we, uh, we, we've, uh, our client portfolio is Wisconsin, Notre Dame, the Bulldogs, the University of Miami. Um, who am I forgetting? Uh, so, so, so today we have double client base, so, but we, we own the dogs and we own Notre Dame. And so if you ever see a, a, yeah, yeah, a U hat or a U hoodie or you know that that comes through my office. And so I feel blessed um, and, and, and I see the increase already um, just tithing into this house. And I'm, I'm grateful to Adonai, I'm grateful to the congregation, and we got to get that new members class going. Yeah, amen. So you're go Irish dogs. <laughs> dogs Irish, there you go. I would suggest you're in, I know you might represent both, but you live here. Go dogs. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Anyone else? Definitely. 
Come on out. I know you can do it. Up, come up here. You gotta get Mike. You made him come up. You, I'm, come on up. I mean, you made him come up. I had to do it. So. <laughs> you know we pray for you. <laughs> just, just know it. We pray for you. <laughs> you better pray for him. Because <laughs> you know my daddy, okay? My father is God. He's got my back. Amen. That's what I told him when he married me. <laughs> other part is, I just want to say, I, I really thank God because God has been so good. Um, I learned tithing as a little girl, and then, you know, you kind of stray away from it. But because I learned tithing as a little girl, uh, when I tell you that, you know how people say, I don't have a pot to do you know what in? Well, I didn't have, I did have a pot. It was a paint bucket, and we put a toilet seat on it, and we wow. lived in our own basement. That's how bad it was. Mm -hmm. We had holes in, in the roof and everything, but to make a long story short, um, I was about to lose my house, and I tried to give it away to this guy. He said, no, no. He said, look, don't be scared. Do whatever you have to do, even if you have to move in one room and then rent the rest of your house out. And I ended up doing that, moving in my own basement with nothing down there with my kids, and through it all, Keeping that tithing practice, and I was like, Lord, I don't have enough money to tithe. I don't have any food. I mean, you know, we, we, we had a strategy, strategy for going to the store, finding dented cans, and going to the clearance section, and this kind of stuff. I mean, and I tried to make it a game with my kids, but, you know, in my mind, it was like, whoa. Uh, it was like trying to eat an elephant. And then one day I heard a guy say, you know how you eat an elephant one bite at a time. So I said, Lord, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to let you have my burdens like you asked, and I'm going to take your yoke and put it on me, and I'm going to trust you. And so I don't even have enough money to pay my bills, but what I have, I gave him that 10%. And from that point on, from not even having a place to stay, God blessed me with multiple houses and I mean, it was just coming out of my ears, and, and my kids living, I told them they living in the overflow, spoiled brats. But I told them, I said, you know, and, and I, I, how, I told them how I was blessed, and I don't mind. I always share this with people who don't have. I don't care how much it is, give God his 10. And then I read in the Bible where some people were giving God 20%. Yep. We, we I haven't said, gotten there yet. <laughs> so I started giving him sometimes 20%. And I saw the blessings flow from that. It was coming so fast. I'm like, whoa, Lord, I, you know, I don't know what, I don't have that mindset with all that money. So I don't know what all to do with it, you know. So I pray, God, keep me humble. And uh, I, I tell you, if you think you do not have enough money or you can't afford to tithe, I say you cannot afford not yeah. to tithe. So Amen. God is able, and he always keeps his promises. I love how faithful he is. God bless you. Amen. Glad you came up, Sandra. Of course, I was sitting back there debating as to whether or not I would share, but... Um, I'm always compelled whenever I can to share. And she just took some words right out of my mouth. You cannot afford not to tithe. Believe me, I can think of one incident where I've been doing this for a long, long time. I can think of one incident where uh, things were really, really bad, going through divorce and, and the kids and having to sell the house and all kinds of things going on. And so... Um, I didn't tithe this particular paycheck, the amount that I was supposed to. And before the week was over, the exact amount of what I should have tithed was going to take a kid to the emergency room. So that stuck in my mind. And it made me a really true believer and I'm not saying that if you don't tithe you get punished or something like that but for me this is what made it real for me really real and it's sort of like well I don't have enough to to meet this don't have enough to do that and there have been times in real estate you have this this roller coaster it's a roller coaster ride you're on commission deals get to the table they don't get 
done sometimes. And it's like, mm, I was dependent on that to do such and such. I stopped depending on that and started depending on God. And he has been my total provider. Amen. He has been my provider. He uses people to help, of course. He uses, because we are his hands. We are his feet. We are his eyes. We are his voice. And we are to do what he has commissioned us to do because each one of us has a gift. And um, people who have been gifted have approached me and helped me through. But tithing to me is a joy. And I am still looking forward to that million-dollar tithe. I am so looking am I. forward to it. It will be here. <laughs> it will come here. Amen. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to that million-dollar, that multi-million-dollar sale that will, be, will enable me to write a check for not six figures, seven figures. I'm looking forward to that before it's all over. I'm looking forward Amen. to it. Amen. You're going to come up? All right, come up. By the way, if you win the lottery, you can still give a tithe off of that, too. <laughs> He's going to take his time, and he should. Now, come on up. We got, we, we got the mic up here for you. I have one request. Yes. Keep it short. I know. That's why I had to tell you. They want to eat. <laughs> no pressure. You're good today. You're good. How many of you all have said you wanted something and you get by yourself and you put it to God and you say, I wanted that too much to, to ask God for? How many of you? Raise your hand. Be honest. Oh, God, I have. I never forget, I was not living in Atlanta. Had a job. I hated that job. And I wanted to come back home, and I needed a job. So this particular morning, I was standing near a bus, and I said to myself, I said, Lord, I need $50,000. Then I got, I said, oh, God, that, I said, that too much to ask you for? I felt guilty over that. I, I wondered about it, and I wondered, and I wondered. I called my niece one morning, and I said, what's going on? She said, Unc, you want to come home? I said, yeah, how? She said, there's a job. It don't pay much. I said, I'll be there. I came back to Atlanta and started working. And finally, one day, it happened. I ended up getting... Not 50,000, but 112,000. What I'm telling you is the truth. And I said I wanted to move in a five-bedroom house by myself. I ended up moving in a house by myself. And one morning I got up on, and I was sitting on the side of the bed. And I went, got in my car and I went downtown. I said, I want to challenge your idea about giving. I saw a blind man standing on the corner begging. I pulled over to the side of the curb, blocking traffic. I'll tell you the amount I gave to this man. I gave the man $50. Got back in my car and went back home. The very next day, money started coming in from, like, from everywhere. I had received so much money until I got sick and tired of money. Why? Because God was blessing me. And I, I felt like I said, oh, my God, I can't believe this. I said, look how it's happening to me. 
So I'm telling you something. The rabbi is, is right. If you don't believe he's telling the true story, read your Bible where he told you to go to Deuteronomy. Read it. And look at yourself one day in the mirror and say, Lord, how much can I ask you for and how much do I have to give in return to get that? Then I'll tell you don't do it just for that reason. Do it from the bottom of your heart Amen. because of what he's done for you. He brought you out of darkness into a marvelous light. And what I say now to you is, he blessed me to marry Alicia. Oh, God. <laughs> Sometimes the ship flows rough. But in this month alone, I have had this. I'm fixing to sit down, Rabbi. I wanted to go to Cherokee, North Carolina, because that's where my people are. And I had a, I couldn't believe it. I ended up going. And I wanted to go to Las Vegas, not to get into any of the other things that were there. He blessed me to go there. And I would panic to get on an airplane. I would nut up. My knuckles would be white. They'd fade out. But this time I got on that plane. And I said, Lord, I'm in your hands. And I'm asking you to not let the bumps bother me not to let anything fear come to my heart. We got up, went down, and I was so excited, I cried. I said, I didn't feel a thing. So what I'm telling you right here and now, if you broke and you don't believe God can deliver you, you're dreaming. He can do it. He made a way for me, and he can do it for you. And I will truly say, God bless you when you continue. Amen. 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 I hope for those of you who aren't tithing, you realize what now, you're, the blessing that you're being missed out on. You've seen people from all walks of life. Tithing doesn't make you rich, but it gives you those blessings. We don't tithe because we have to. We tithe because we want to. But man, I have seen it with my own eyes. How God just does amazing things. It's there. I want to fulfill this commandment. And the third, the third year we... We can come up here and say, when Cheryl gives the, the uh, report, that we have enough money to cover everything for a year. Everything that whole year coming in is going out. Wouldn't that be a blessing? Let's be faithful to God. You heard it from my brother. You heard it from a lawyer. What more can you ask for? <laughs> Ain't many of them in heaven, right? Yeah, we know that. Just kidding, brother. You're there. You're okay. Now, remember, yeah, I shouldn't pick on him. <laughs> right? But you heard it from all walks of life. I remember when Lenita, she was worried about closing her business down for Passover. And we, we talked about it and prayed about it, didn't we? And I just said, do it. And she came back. She said, in her accent, I can't do it. <laughs> How the Lord blessed her and, and took care of it. Yeah, look at Chick-fil-A, yeah. They closed, I wish they closed on Saturday, but they closed on Sunday, right? And there's a lot, you don't hear about McDonald's anymore, do you? And why? Because they give a tithe out. Hobby Lobby gives a tithe out. Lord and Taylor's, remember that company? It's still around. They tithe 10% out. I can tell you business after business after business. Because they realize that God's word is true. How many of y'all trust your banker? Right? How many of you trust God? Then just do it in the mighty name of Nike, right? Nike's slogan is just do it. Don't, don't let fear stop you. 
Don't let fear think, how am I going to pay this bill? You start doing it God's way and watch what happens. He will bless you in ways that you've never imagined. And you can come up and give your testimony on how God changed your life. I want to give you that. I'm not trying to take anything from you. But we want to give you that opportunity that God is calling you to have. And it's a promise. I hate writing checks to the IRS. How many of you hate writing those checks? I'm about to have to write a, another one. But man, I love giving to the Lord. Amen. It is fun. Amen. That's all you got to do. I want everyone to bow your head and close your eyes. Abba Father, we just come before you right now. Lord, and we as a congregation want to be able to fulfill this commandment that you've given us. But Lord, it starts with us. We have to be committed to your word. Lord, for those who are tithing, Lord, let them continue to, to do your calling. And those that are not truly tithing like you have commanded us to do. Lord, I want you to, to speak to them, minister to them. Show them, reveal to them the truth that you have in your word. Your word does not come back void. Lord let, Lord, let them see how it is to be a true follower and how you want us to be blessed. Lord, we just come before you right now. We kneel down before you. And we thank you for the opportunity you've given us. We ask this in your son Yeshua's name. And everyone said? Amen. 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 Give the Lord a hand. Amen.